you know, you can say something changes your life, but these really have changed our lives and they've changed the way that we perceive life. They've changed just about everything about our lives. And we're going to we're going to break down those three habits and kind of dive into some specifics. It's Friday, December 2nd, and you're listening to the Breathe and Think Better podcast. This is a live show that takes place on TikTok weekdays at noon Pacific time. We talk about ways to find more happiness and fulfillment in our lives and discuss techniques like breathwork, meditation, and mindfulness, which allow us to live more peacefully and clearly. In the show notes of this episode, you'll find links to additional information as well as free breathwork and meditation exercises for you to try at your own convenience. In today's episode of the show, we're diving in on three daily habits that can change your life. Let's hop right into today's conversation. Hey, Jake. Hello, Danny. This is Breathe and Think Better Live. This is a live TikTok talk show that we do weekdays at noon Pacific time, and we talk about ways to live a happier and more fulfilling life. So if you're looking for, you know, a little clarity, a little happiness, uh, a little more easygoing into the way that you're going through life, you're in the right place. And uh, today we're going to be talking about three daily habits that both Jake and I have been practicing for a few years that have really changed you know, you can say something changes your life, but these really have changed our lives and they've changed the way that we perceive life. They've changed just about everything about our lives. And we're going to we're going to break down those three habits and kind of dive into some specifics. And uh, as always, if you have questions as we're talking, please go ahead and put them in the chat and we'll uh, we'll address those kind of as we go through here. We'll start with the first one, which shouldn't be a big surprise to anyone. It's meditation. Meditation is one of the habits that has changed our lives. As you can tell by both of our pages, it's something that we spend quite a bit of time doing, both uh, learning and teaching. And uh, you can find some of our free meditations on both of our pages. And um, if you're looking to start a meditation practice, that's a great place to start. But Jake, let's let's kind of break down our daily meditation kind of habits and routines, and then we can maybe go back and forth before we move on to the next habit. So I'll start with my favorite type of meditation. It's called mindfulness. Mindfulness meditation is essentially attuning to the present moment, and it's really good at building up concentration, focus, clarity, and equanimity. Equanimity is like a mental smoothness. It's like being able to handle all of the things that life throws at you and remain at a base level of calm. The way I practice mindfulness meditation in my own life is with guided practices in the morning for 10 minutes. And that's that's my standard routine. I wake up, I go outside first thing, walk my dog, come back, 10 minutes of meditation, and then on to the rest of my day. And we've practiced a lot of mindfulness meditation on this show together. So if you're kind of wondering what that is, go back and listen to some of our older episodes. Just search for Breathe and Think Better on your favorite podcasting platform, and you can actually do mindfulness meditation practices with us. Um, Jake, what do you think about meditation and your daily routine? I think a really powerful practice is the noting technique. So again, it's a mindfulness meditation technique. There's almost unlimited amount of meditation breathwork techniques you can practice, but this one actually comes from Shinzen Young and then the Unified Mindfulness Program. And it's a simple noting technique. You just note when you see, you note when you hear, and you note when you feel. 
And it's super powerful because it helps you gain clarity on your experience. Everything's arising and falling all the time. And when you focus on this, when you concentrate on this with clarity, you can actually see deeper into each moment. You can notice the sounds appearing and disappearing. You can notice the luminosity of your visual field. And if you pay attention, even when you close your eyes, you can see like swirling light and different patterns showing up. You have your physical visual field. You have your mental visual field. You have emotions running through your body at all times. And so when you just kind of note what's going on, especially throughout the day, it can kind of help you break down your experience and enjoy life on a higher level. So those are both mindfulness meditation techniques that we were just talking about. And again, those have really helped us cultivate concentration, focus, clarity, and equanimity. And these are skill sets that you can, you know, you'll see in other parts of your life too. You know, are you, are you kind of frustrated with your ability to sit down and read a book? Are you finding that it's hard for you to complete long projects? Anything like that, mindfulness meditation can really benefit you in those ways. And, I mean, the the additional benefits that you'll also, you know, uh, sample are reduced anxiety, you know, a more peaceful and calm mind. These are all awesome benefits, but you'll also get that concentration, that focus, that clarity from a mindfulness meditation. There's one more meditation technique that Jake and I want to want to bring up in this in the first segment of the podcast here, and it's called metta meditation. Metta is a Sanskrit word, so this is a a Buddhist tradition of meditation, and metta roughly translates to loving kindness. So loving kindness or metta meditation is a little bit different from a mindfulness meditation. And in this technique, you are actively cultivating compassion, kindness, and love, both for yourself and for others. And this can improve your relationships, your overall connection. It can aid with depression, anxiety, all of those all mental you know, illnesses and, and mind states that we all deal with at some point in our lives. And metta meditation, again, is, is done in a, in a different way. And I have a, a bunch of metta meditations on my page, the one-minute meditation. I usually label them as loving kindness. So if you scroll through, you can look for those and you can practice. But you'll see that instead of putting the attention on the breath or on the present moment, we're instead bringing the attention to usually a loved one or a group of people. And you're really bringing forth feelings of compassion, connection. And what you get from that is this really overwhelming feeling of, of joy and love. And it's such a powerful practice for, for folks to try. And that's one of the reasons why I constantly do it um, on my page so people can, can sample it. And Jake and I just did a, um, an introductory meta meditation course with Annika Harris on the Sam Harris Waking Up app. I'll link to that in the show notes of the podcast. But loving kindness is just, it's such a powerful practice and it's much different from a mindfulness practice. Yeah. And I know a lot of people are thinking to themselves right now that it's really hard to love yourself sometimes. And it's, it's really hard to love other people sometimes. I see, I see Dylan Brooks, the citizen scientist in the comments saying love is the way forward. It really is. It's what connects all of us. And there's something that happens when you tell yourself you love yourself, but then you actually feel like you love yourself. Like this takes practice. Like we're like conditioned 
by our culture to not love ourselves. Like it's, it's a very simple marketing technique. Like if you don't love something about yourself, you can be sold something else that you think you need. And unfortunately our culture does that all the time. You know, we all use social media. We're constantly being sold to, we're constantly skeptical, but there's something that happens when it comes into alignment. When you say you love yourself and you actually feel like you love yourself. And this takes repetition. This takes practice. I know it took practice for me. I don't know anyone who just like can wake up in their thirties and say they love themselves without practicing. Like, like it's almost like a narcissist, like point of view, like, like someone who like really loves themselves. Like, do they, do they like, do they see what's going on right now? Like, like for me, it takes practice anyway. And the practice of meditation is a great place to start because when you really start to love yourself and you start to love others, your energy just raises. And I watched this video earlier today where it talks about like your energy just being everything. And like when you see someone out in the in public, you call it their vibe. And like some people just have a vibe. And that vibe is usually because they love themselves and they love the people around them. So that's loving kindness or meta meditation. So those are two types of meditation that you can try right now, right right after this conversation. Go to our pages, check out those free exercises and try them for yourself, mindfulness and meta meditation. So that covers our meditation segment here. Again, we're going over three daily habits that have really changed Jake and I's life and can change yours too. So meditation being the first one, let's segue into the second one, which again, not a huge surprise, it's breath work. So meditation and breath work, typically what we talk about on the show. But I think whereas meditation is kind of like this, you know, this practice of over time changing your perception and raising your baseline of happiness and equanimity, breath work is the more short term kind of flip the switch exercise in my opinion it's it's like the breath is the remote control to the mind and when you're experiencing negative emotions you're caught in in an overthinking loop you're having an anxiety or panic attack breath work is is what you can use to really flip the switch where where meditation and breath work differ is you can just meditate you know one time you probably won't notice anything you can do a breathing exercise one time you're going to feel something and i think that that's where where the difference is so i'll talk a little bit about box breathing we've talked about it before on the show it's probably one of my favorite breathing exercises just because it's so simple and i actually found myself doing it the other day i'm uh, i'm admittedly a huge nerd and i play a lot of video games I was playing a video game the other day and I caught myself box breathing subconsciously while I was playing this video game because it's it took a lot of uh, it takes a lot of focus and concentration this particular game and I thought that was awesome and I was really I I, was, I, I started laughing and I uh, had to do, had to explain myself to my girlfriend but uh but so box breathing or square breathing is breathing in a a pattern, um, a pattern of inhales and exhales and pauses in between. So as an example, when you're starting out, you would inhale for four seconds and then suspend the breath for four seconds and then exhale for four seconds and then suspend the breath in four seconds in that really nice symmetrical rhythm. This does some amazing things to the body and brain, um, but just a few to list off. This can really help lower your heart rate and your blood pressure. And then it just promotes this feeling of relaxation and calm over the body and, uh, and, and mind. 
And it's just, it's so powerful. It's so easy to do. We have a great box breathing timer that I'll include the link to in the show notes of this podcast. So, so try it out. Five minutes. Try five minutes and, and see how you feel because this can really, really improve, you know, in the moment how you're feeling. Jake, what do you think about breath work in your daily life? Yeah, box breathing is great. It puts your mind into a state of coherence, helps you concentrate and focus. And depending on your intention before starting a box breathing exercise, it can either calm you down or make you more alert. You can practice before bed and you can emphasize the exhales and it'll help you rest. You can practice in the morning and you can emphasize the inhales and it'll help you wake up. And so intention is so important when you're beginning these exercises. The exercise that came to mind for me was the triangle breath. And this is something that we naturally do. And when you sit down and meditate, you'll notice that you kind of breathe in a triangle pattern. And what this is, is you notice the inhale, there's no pause at the top, the exhale. And then at the bottom of your exhale, you'll notice a natural pause. And your body does this naturally, but you can actually imitate this pattern in a triangle breath where you can breathe in two, three, four. You can exhale two, three, four. And then you can pause your breath at the bottom for two, three, four. And what the inhale does is when you emphasize the inhale, you're breathing in energy. You're giving yourself energy. When you emphasize the exhale, you're relaxing your body. You're calming yourself down. And when you emphasize that pause, that suspension of your breath, what you're doing is you're becoming grounded and rooted in the moment, which is really what it's all about. And so you can practice this breathing pattern right now. You can inhale, two, three, four, exhale, two, three, four, pause, two, three, four. And you can continue in that pattern. And what happens is when you consciously practice this pattern, like Danny was just saying, all of a sudden you start to use it in real life or in video games for that matter, but that's real life. But like <laughs> you start to use it in tactical positions when you consciously practice. And uh, I like how you said the tactical positions because we've mentioned this before, but box breathing is used by by Navy SEALs, uh, brought to them by Mark Devine, who we've talked about on the show before as well. And and there's a reason why they're why they're using this, right? It it works. It puts you in this state of of alertness, concentration, focused clarity, but also relaxed enough to make you know really quick. Uh, important decisions, you know, so first responders, Navy SEALs, they're using these breathwork techniques in the field. And, you know, if that's not enough reason for, for you to try it, then I don't know what is. So, so give those exercises a try. Check the show notes of this podcast. Again, it's Breathe and Think Better on your favorite podcasting platform. And we'll have links to these breathing exercises for you in the show notes. So that's we so far we've gone over, gone over meditation and we've gone over mindfulness meditation and meta meditation two techniques you can use. We've gone over breath work and we've gone over box breathing and triangle breathing two shapes uh, of breathing there that you can try. And this last habit that can change your life that we're going to go over is something we haven't talked about on the show before. It's something that Jake and I have been doing 
together and well together and separately for for a long time, several years. And it's called intermittent fasting. Intermittent fasting is basically having a period of the day where you're consuming food and then a period of the day where you're not consuming food or fasting intermittently. And the way that I implement this in my life is I do an eight-hour feeding window. So I have eight hours throughout the day where I can eat. And then I have 16 hours throughout the day where I'm fasting no matter what. And you might hear that right away and be like, nope, not for me. Can't do it. That's, you know, the 16 hours is way too long. But think about it. If you're sleeping seven or eight hours a day, then it's really only eight waking hours that you're fasting. So intermittent fasting has a lot of proven scientific health benefits and then a lot of benefits that aren't proven just yet. But there's lots of studies going on this right now. So really quickly, let me rattle off some of the proven benefits. And this comes from John Hopkins University. You've got improved blood pressure and resting heart rate, fat loss while maintaining muscle mass, improved cholesterol levels and blood sugar control, a longer lifespan, we don't want that, reduced inflammation, and then boosted verbal memory in adult humans. Those are all proven benefits. Those are studies that have large populations inside of them, and those are, those are pretty much set-in-stone benefits. Now, there's a lot of anecdotal benefits to intermittent fasting, and those include reduced anxiety, reduced stress, um, better cognitive function, improved sleep, improved immunity. We could go on and on here. But the point is that this is a, this is a documented scientific practice that's also very old. People have been fasting thousands of years. And I think that for me, what it does is I definitely lost a ton of weight when I, when I did it. That's not why I did it. I was doing it for the energy levels. So I heard that I was always crashing around lunchtime. And I heard that this intermittent fasting could really help with the energy levels. So now I eat my first meal of the day at 1230, my last meal of the day before 830. That's my eight-hour window. But I find that I don't – I haven't taken a nap. I can't even remember how long. I don't nap. It's not something that I've ever even thought about since I started fasting. I just have enough energy until it's time to go to bed. And that, for me, has been the game changer. Jake, what's your experience like with intermittent fasting? Yeah, so I go about it a little bit differently. My schedule isn't as regular as Danny's. And so I just fast for the first six to 10 hours of every day. And that's, that's my intermittent fasting schedule. And the reason why I do this is for similar reasons to Danny. I was eating breakfast and crashing during lunchtime, which, I mean, I'm not against naps, but they just don't fit into my day. <laughs> and so there's a couple just benefits right off the bat that I'll share with you. First of all, it's one less meal you have to really prep. And I'm a very healthy eater and conscious of what I eat. And it's just like that weight off your shoulder alone is just a very nice benefit. I'll tell you that it does take a few weeks for your body to adjust. You want to give yourself three weeks to actually adjust to it. You are going to feel, um, to feel hungry in the morning before you, before you adjust. Once you do get adjusted, you will not feel hungry in the morning. Actually, now when like I'm with friends and stuff and they want to go out to breakfast or lunch, I'm like, dang, like I'm not hungry at all. And until, uh, you know, for six to eight hours until after I wake up, like I'm just, just not hungry. I did start out the intermittent fasting on an extreme schedule because I got Invisalign because I was missing a front tooth. And so they had to 
straighten out my teeth with Invisalign. And so when I take out the Invisalign, I have no front teeth. And so, you know, people just treat you differently when you, when you have no front teeth. Um, and so I did extreme, I was fasting for 22 hours every day for a couple months. And then I kind of scaled it back to just fasting for the first six hours, six to 10 hours of every day. And it definitely helps with maintaining my weight because I eat whatever I want now with, with those other two meals. You know, I still have a healthy craving diet for, for real foods. I don't eat, you know, many processed foods. Like it's, it, there's no processed foods in my house, just put it that way. But having the window where you don't put any food in your body, there's something that happens that allows your body to just cleanse itself. Because I'm just drinking either water or coffee or tea in the morning. And it gives me energy. Like I, I feel good. And then I, and then when I'm, when I go to eat that first meal of the day, like it's, it just tastes better. Like, like there's something about it. Like there's, there's something to intermittent fasting that just makes us healthier and happier and, and less stressed out. Like it, it really makes me less stressed out. Just the fact that I have to cook one less meal every day makes me less stressed out <laughs> and if uh there's a there's a interesting researcher his name is uh mark Matson. he's been studying intermittent fasting for 25 years over at johns hopkins you can look him up he's got a wealth of information but he brings up the interesting point where he started looking into this 25 years ago because he was he was into anthropo anthropology so he was looking at ancient humans and like you know what 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 were the differences and one of the main differences is obviously the diet that they were eating is different, but that time window of, of feeding was vastly different because as hunter-gatherers, you have to go through a long period of time for no eating. If you're gathering and there's nothing to gather, <laughs> what, what, what are you going to eat? You got to wait. And same for hunters. You know, you're you're hunting this big game. Say you're hunting like a buffalo. That takes a long time to to uh, to break that animal down, to cook that animal, and and then you know they have food for a while, and then once that runs out, then they have to go find more. So you're looking at you know this 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 ancient timetable of of eating it's, it looks so much different from ours nobody was eating three meals a day you know back then and us uh, uh qa2t in the comments um just made a, a comment about how uh muslims are fasting uh every monday and thursday he says and he says that that's why you see so little cancer rates and there has, is actually a lot of science to back that up as well there's been a lot of research into intermittent fasting and cancer and there's i mean a lot of this has to do with the specific diet too i don't want to discount that but there is something to this the body has these natural mechanisms that get rid of uh, dead cells old cells during that fasting and if you don't have that that's when you can start to see these sort of cells growing out of control which is what cancer is and again we're not doctors on the show but you know we're 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 sharing our direct experience with these practices and these techniques and we highly recommend you do your research and kind of dive into this and and see because there's a lot of information out there and just anecdotal anecdotal 
anecdotally, <laughs> Jake and I, we've been intermittent fasting and we feel great. And every time our friends see us, you know, we, we're, we're transplants from the East Coast to the West Coast. We live in San Diego. We're from Massachusetts. Every time our friends see us, they're like, what are you guys doing? Why, why are you losing so much weight? You know, why, you know, you know your hair looks great. What's, what's this? What's that? Intermittent fasting has a lot to do with that. And my family, my Portuguese and Italian family always tries to stuff me full of food every time they see me because <laughs> I used to be 35 pounds heavier and that's what they're used to. And, you know, since moving out here, my, my diet hasn't changed that much. But it's been that intermittent fasting, that, that feeding window that has really just, just changed the way I look and the way I feel. So, so far on the show, for anyone kind of just joining us right now, we've been talking about three habits that Jake and I practice that can cha- that have changed our lives and can change yours too. We talked about meditation and we went over mindfulness and meta meditation. We talked about breath work. We went over box breathing and triangle breathing. And then we just finished talking about intermittent fasting. And, uh, and those are the three things that I'll link to in the show notes of this podcast with a ton of additional information as well as free practices for you guys to try. And uh, someone in the con- – or Nintendo. Hey, Nintendo. Good to see you. Nintendo just asked us what we think of Tai Chi. I don't know anything about Tai Chi other than my grandmother used to do it and she loved it. So Nintendo, you've given us something to to study and uh, and do some research on. And uh, I do know it's a it's an Eastern technique that's very old and I know it has to do with manipulating energy throughout the body. So it sounds right up our alley. It's just something that we've never really dove into, but now we've got some homework to do. Thanks, Nintendo. There's a, one other thing about the intermittent fasting that I wanted to bring up is it's helped me so much with my inflammation as well. There, there's something that happens and when during that fasting period, like we said earlier, where just anecdotally, it's cleansing our body and it's really helped me with my inflammation. Now, I've been trying a lot of different things for my inflammation. We can talk about that more in another episode, but I do have to mention that it has helped me a lot with my inflammation. Yeah, that's a good point, Jake. And that's that's another one of those. That's a John Hopkins that's right on their website for for intermittent fasting. That's a very well-documented benefit. And uh, we could probably do a whole show on uh, on inflammation and some of the uh, techniques. So we'll, we'll add that to our show list and uh, that'll be coming out to you guys soon. So if you suffer from inflammation, you can uh, you can hear it straight from uh, straight from us and and uh, we'll give you all of the tools and, and tips and tricks that have have helped us through that. Well, EJS said, I'm so paranoid about my lungs, but continue to smoke. Well, let's go ahead and practice a breathing exercise together. <laughs> it's, uh, it's, the end of, it's the end of our show. We do this show Monday through Friday at 12 p.m. Pacific time. And at the end of every show, we practice a breathing exercise or a meditation. So I think uh, EJS would be great if you could join us. So I'm going to guide us in a, in a triangle breath exercise, which we kind of went over earlier in the show. So make sure you're not operating a vehicle or any machinery while you practice. Go ahead and sit down in a comfortable position. You can keep your eyes open or you can close them, which I recommend. But we're gonna go ahead and we're gonna bring our attention to our breath. And we're gonna just start by just completely exhaling and emptying our lungs. If it's available to you, breathe in through your nose for two, three, four seconds with no pause at the top, and then exhale out through your nose or mouth for two, three, four seconds. And then notice that pause at the bottom of your breath for two, three, four seconds. 
And so we're gonna breathe in this triangle pattern together for a few minutes here. So we're gonna breathe in, two, three, four, breathe out, two, three, four, suspend, two, three, four, breathe in, two, three, four, breathe out, two, three, four, suspend your breath, with two, three, four, breathe in, two, three, four, exhale, two, three, four, suspend, two, three, four, inhale, two, three, four, exhale, two, three, four, suspend, two, three, four, breathe in, two, three, four, exhale, two, three, four, suspend, two, three, four, this is our last round, breathe in, two, three, four, exhale, two, three, four, and suspend your breath, two, three, four. Now you can take this feeling on with you and your next task. Thanks so much for showing up today. This is Breathe and Think Better Live. Thank you guys so much. We'll, uh, we'll see you next week. Thanks, everyone. Thank you for listening to the Breathe and Think Better podcast. If you enjoyed this conversation, please consider sharing the show with a friend or leaving us a review inside whatever podcasting platform you use. We would really appreciate it. Don't forget to check the show notes for additional links to resources, free breathwork and meditation exercises, and opportunities to join our future live shows. If you want to learn more about breathwork and meditation, visit breatheandthinkbetter.com. Thank you so much for listening to the show, and we will see you on Monday.